Alternative Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is time once again for Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and of course, joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper, how we doing, brother? Hey, man, it's my daughter's birthday. It's a good day. Yeah, that's right. Happy birthday, little Haley. Happy birthday, bug. A little teenage Haley now. Yeah, not, not so much of a little bug anymore, is she? Nope. Starting to be one of them big stink bugs. <laughs> I was going to say a uh, ladybug, but whatever. <laughs> Dang, Daddy just went all <laughs> crazy on you. I'm sorry, yeah, Haley. I'm so happy, dude. It's it's just weird to think how long it's been, bro. Like that many years. Yeah. It's like, dude, I, it is. It feels weird. And when you think of 2010, it doesn't even feel like 2010 was 13 years ago. Yeah, but it was. It was. It's crazy to think of like that, man. Yeah. But hey, happy birthday, Haley. We love you, and. uh we're ready to do some wrestling talk. Let's do some wrestling talk, man. It's about time. Yes, sir. And unfortunately, we didn't give you an episode last week because apparently I messed up somewhere on StreamYard, so that's my fault. It somehow did not record. Even though we were recording, it technically didn't record. I don't know what happened. Yeah. I messed up somewhere, so. It's all right, man. Things happen, and just like today, my dumb butt was doing a TikTok. Mm-hmm. It took me about an hour. Yep. I'm doing this TikTok, and then I I accidentally hit a button and deleted the, the thing after I was done with it, and I was so frustrated, bro. I was like, what? And, and looking everywhere for it, couldn't find it. So right. His boys had to redo the video, and it wasn't as cool as the first time, though. Yeah, absolutely so not, of course. What it is. But uh, we are working with new mics today, so we're really kind of excited about that. Um, hopefully you guys enjoy our sound. It sounds a lot better. Yeah, the sound quality is way better, bro. Yeah, and plus we're operating on two separate mics, so it's kind of cool in that aspect. That's awesome. Um, and also, let's go ahead and just get this out of the way since this was supposed to be last week, but our condolences go out to the, um, Wyndham Rotunda family, the Rotundas, and of course, Terry Funk's family, um, as we lost both, um, the Hall of Famer and possibly soon to be. Hall of Famer. And yeah, Wyatt. yeah, man. This was uh, this was a hard one for a lot of people, and especially um, even if you didn't like Bray Wyatt, you could totally respect his character and and the way he did things. Like his mind was always moving, dude. And I, I seen some interviews too where Triple H said. His mind was always moving, and pretty much you had to rope him in every now and then. But, I mean, the guy had a mind for the business. And being as young as he was, mm-hmm. and then losing Terry Funk, Terry Funk the day before that. Right. I was like, dude, it's like, because I was upset about Terry Funk because Terry Funk is somebody I grew up watching. Right. You know, and then to see somebody our age pass away in the next day. Yeah. It's like. It was insane. A hard week for wrestling fans. A hard week for wrestling fans. Our condolences go out to the Wyndham family and uh, anyone who was a Grey Wyatt fan. Absolutely. 
All right, so we're going to go ahead and recap the WWE PLE Payback. First match of the night started off with a hell of a match as we had a steel cage match that brought on Becky Lynch taking on Trish Stratus, the Hall of Famer. This match was brutal. I loved every minute of this match. Especially... Can, we, can I just say egghead? <laughs> That's like, so messed up. Egghead. <laughs> that is messed up, bro. Like, I love Trish Stratus, but dude, she took a beating. Yeah, she did. Uh... This obviously was such a better match than what we got for a women's match in, from um, SummerSlam. So um, thank you, WWE, for not doing a throwaway women's match. They yeah. actually had a good, solid match. It was, it was a solid match. And in fact, to the point where I thought, why is this the first match of the night? True. So, I mean... I I enjoyed it. I think it really set a good bar for the rest of the um for the event, and uh, you know it, there were some weird low moments, but overall the pay per view ended up doing pretty well. But this match, like I said, put the standard up there pretty high, and I loved every minute of it. Uh, they beat the crap out of each other. We had a lot of close calls of Trish escaping the cage one way or another. Yeah, um, a lot of near pinfalls. Um, some great. Um, moments and then of course um, Zoe start getting involved um, Becky of course locking all three women in the cage and then just taking care of business and finally finishing off hopefully ending her rivalry with the Hall of Famer Trish Stratus and then not only that but then after <clears throat> that mm -hmm. the little tidbit between Zoe Stark and, and Trish Stratus right. I mean that that's over and done one now and uh, you know it's 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 about time because Zoe Stark needs to stand on her own and and, and kind of get out of the shadow of, of Trish Stratus and and uh, I don't know I, you think Trish is gonna go home take her ball and and just go, go be, away for a bit or you think she's it'll be it'll probably, I think it'll depend on how soon Lita comes back because I really think they were probably doing, trying to work a storyline between her and Lita yeah. Um, and it didn't work out because of Lita's injury, so then they had to switch gears and go with Becky and Trish. Yeah. Um, so I think that's probably it'll so depend on Lita's recovery and when she's expected back. Um, I think we might get Trish back. Trish might be off for a little bit until we get Lita back, um, officially, and uh, we'll get a culmination of that once great rivalry. It's gonna be very interesting, dude. I I hope she does come back. Because it would be the way to end both of their careers, no matter who wins. Yeah. Who cares, man? Just let them end it. Because, I mean, the, they are two legends in this business, and I would love to see that match. Absolutely. Me too. All right. Next up, we had, well, of course, we had the host of Payback come out to do some talking, and that would be John Cena. <laughs> oh, this was just... This was terrible, bro. This, this was. It was, it was um, terrible throughout the whole night, but let's, <laughs> let's get into it. Whatever. So Cena comes out, and of course the Miz decides to interrupt Cena because he just, you know, he's the Miz and he likes to do that, and he's never liked John. Well, I probably character-wise, I mean, yeah. they're probably good buddies off-screen. Probably. Wouldn't surprise me if they're good friends off-screen. But uh, Cena decided to go ahead and, force, uh, and make himself the special guest referee in the Miz's match with L.A. Knight. Uh, it was pretty 
well done, I believe, the match. It had some weird moments where it kind of just felt like it was taking too long to get really from one spot to another. But once it did, it really got interesting because we almost had two incidental um, attacks on Cena. Not like they were trying to attack him, but almost hits um, because they were dodging each other. So we almost had LA Knight. Well, Miz almost hit Cena because he got dodged. LA Knight dodged him. And then LA Knight tried to attack Miz back. And then Miz dodged him. And we had a real big stare down um, between (laughs) Cena and... L.A. Knight, and Cena actually almost looked like he about shit himself when L.A. Knight almost closed nine him on accident. I, I mean, really, I was looking <laughs> at it going, these guys are pretty much the same size. I didn't realize that they pretty much, mm-hmm. it, it's like John Cena 2.0. Quite possibly, yeah. But, uh, yeah, man, it, it was quite the match. Uh, I, it was okay for me. Uh, it was kind of weird seeing John Cena being the referee, mm-hmm. and then watching him try and pick his spots when did to actually, you know, do the three count and whatnot was was kind of awkward. But yeah. and I'm sorry, man, the whole match I couldn't I couldn't get over it, dude. It's like you cut your hair, bro, but you still see the bald spot, dude. Yeah, like cut it down some more <clears> or something. You know, I mean, I understand you're in, in movies now or whatever, but you still look better as a flat cut. Oh, yeah. Dude, I, I don't know. I don't enjoy it. Yeah. I think what surprised a lot of people was the fact that L.A. Knight kicked out of the skull-crushing finale. And then, of course, he would rattle off and get the win. Yeah, man. It was it was pretty cool. And then the, the little show of uh, respect from John Cena to L.A. Knight at the end of it. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, hey. I mean, I don't think L.A. Knight really cared either way, but he was just like, whatever. <laughs> no, he didn't. But, you know, I mean, it's... Uh, you know, they don't, they said, they basically said they didn't really like each other, but Cena said, I still respect you, which I think that's what Cena's always been about. He doesn't care if you get along or not, is whether or not you actually respect, you can respect somebody. And, uh, you know, Cena giving you your, your respect is probably, is a a lot of, you know, is a high praise, honestly. Um, because I don't think he would ever shake Miz's hand. On camera, anyways. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> on camera. Right, right. On camera, I don't think that's happening. Um, so I, I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen um, moving forward. Cena's supposed to be with WWE for a short run here. And we might have a culmination here. Within, we got the Saudi event coming up soon. Um, I think... Uh, there's Well, there's another... Uh, Fastlane's Fast coming, lane. coming up right after my birthday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if we're going to get two pay-per-views that month or if we're just doing fast lane and skipping the Saudi event this year. Cause I haven't really seen any confirmation on that, but I mean, so we might get to see LA Knight versus Cena and, you know, C- Cena would be a good person to help LA Knight meet, reach another level. He's got a good level now. Yes. I'll give him that, but to reach another level and maybe we can get him on fast track to maybe. Being a challenger for Roman at one of these ma- major pay-per-views coming up, because we only know Roman's going to start really doing the major. It's looking like ma- he's only going to do the major pay-per-views. Yeah, he's turning into Brock Lesnar two point oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it sucks though, because you know I, I really do dig Roman. Mm-hmm. Roman's always been one of my guys, even before you know the bloodline. Before when he was an FCW dude, I think I remember when. 
because you first came on the scene of FCW, I told you about him, and uh, then he ended up coming up with Shield, and it was watching his career. I mean, I, the only thing I don't like about the bloodline is the fact that I know Roman doesn't need them. Right, Roman he doesn't need doesn't them. Need but you know, the way they they made it sound and look is that he needed them for the win and all this other crap. I still think that. He's he's a legend, man. He's gonna mm-hmm. be one of them guys that when he hangs up, ain't nobody gonna touch him. Right. So the only thing I think is with Roman's, you know, I'm going a little bit off topic here with this, but I just wanted to put him. I think his his scheduling though is still basically health wise because we don't yeah. know what effects he's still feeling from you know all the chemo treatment he had to have. Mm-hmm. I you know what? Yes, it was a few years ago, but you still have to deal with the after effects for quite a while. Oh yeah, and yeah. I know that as somebody who's seen somebody directly go through it, you know, my mom yeah. having to go through chemo and stuff. It takes your body a long time to recover um, after you're done with your rounds of chemo. So, you know, I I I don't want to get on him too much because we don't know if it's just because he's doing it as a health precaution more than it's just a uh, I don't want to be there because that's not a pay per view. That matters. That we're really going into into flu season. Mm-hmm. This whole new new uh, variant of COVID. Variant of COVID that's going on. So mm-hmm. he's probably just taking precautions till summertime, which mm-hmm. or springtime, which makes sense. I mean, yeah, got to do what you got to do with it. So yeah, absolutely. All right. So the next match of the night was the United States title match as Rey Mysterio put the title on the line against former. United States champion Austin Theory. I really didn't care for this match. Um, obviously, they were going to give Theory another chance. They regained the title from Ray. Um, I'm I'm liking that they're giving Ray this little last title run because we know that his career is probably coming to an end. Well, you're liking it, but Dom Dom's not. Oh, I don't care what <laughs> Dom Dom likes. I don't give a crap what Dom 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 has a title that I don't even think he should have. Oh, yeah, but it's an NXT title. He's not an NXT. He's not on the NXT roster. Well, technically he is, huh? By technicality, but do you see him on NXT all the time? You see him maybe once or twice a month. No, he's on there. Oh, whatever. Yeah. He's yeah, but he's mostly on Raw or SmackDown, depending on where he's mommy everywhere is. now. Depending on where mommy is, mammy or whatever. How are you how to pronounce it's it? Mommy, mammy. Mummy, <laughs> mum. Don't pick on mommy, dude. Mum. Mommy's, mommy's, mum. Yeah. Mommy's one of those ones that I just, you know. I mean, we know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's the definition of before and after photo now. <laughs> For real, dude. When you, how it started and how it's going, like photo. When I came to WWE, all blonde, kind of little prissy, and all that stuff, and now like I look like I've been through hell. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> what the WWE will do to you? But yeah, I think this. I, I don't know. I didn't really care for the match. Um, it is what it is. Uh, Ray, Ray is still Ray. I all props to him, but I still think that Austin Theory is just. Dull. Yeah. So. Absolutely. So I was happy Ray won. So it just kind of makes things better. Yeah. I think. I feel. It makes sense. Yeah. 
get and move away from Austin and his theories. <laughs> Pittsburgh well done. Right. <laughs> PWO, baby. We were wondering what that meant. I know. I had to freaking zoom on a photo that they got from the freaking paper. Or PLE, excuse me, not pay-per-view. And it was like, okay, that makes sense now. All right, speaking of Dom Dom and um, Mommy, Judgment Day took on uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn for the undisputed WWE Tag Team Championship titles in a Steel City street fight. Now, this match was crazy. It was all over the place. They were beating the hell out of each other. Mm -hmm. And every single time it came to the point where it looked like that Zane and Owens were going to retain. Judgment Day figured out a way to quickly flip the tables back in their favor. And every single time, it seemed like Owens and Zane were just going to have an answer for those table flips. Unfortunately, the numbers game finally caught up to them. And unfortunately, your new tag team champions, Undisputed, are Judgment Day. Now, it's not without the help of Dom Dom and DJ McDonough. JD McDonough. Or JD. Yeah. JD. Whatever his name is. See, I don't even give a shit about the dude, but whatever. See, the problem with his name is whenever I hear it, I assume I automatically go and think of JD McFunnigan's from Just Go With It, the movie with Adam Sandler. <laughs> oh, man. <Lord. laughs> because the kid's like, I want to go to JD McFunnigan. So now I'm going to hear J.D. McInnes. I don't even go McDonough. It's J.D. McWittigan's now in my head. We'll just call him that. No. Yeah, we're going to. Why not? And I, I, I want to talk about this too here in a minute. But the ma besides that, we had a great moment. We had great spots in this match. We had um, Kevin Owens doing a swanton dive. Yes. On uh, was it Priest or? Did he do it to Finn? I think it was Dom. Oh, no, that's right. He did it to Dom. That was yeah. that was what made it even better. It was to Dom. Swanton bomb off of, uh, you know, the upper railings for the audience onto a table all through Dom was fantastic. Yeah. Um, the out-of-nowhere spear Mommy did to Owens. Dude, that, that was, was just crazy. crazy. I was like, I'm like, something's about to happen, and all of a sudden, boom, I'm like, that's what was about to happen. Or when, or when they was, did they beat up Dom like the like hockey style? They beat him all. Yeah, they they uh, well, they attacked everybody um after they got flipped over um some railing where you couldn't see them. And then they pop Zane and Owens popped up wearing penguins uniforms. Yeah. and had hockey sticks and one had. It was Went awesome. wailing on everybody, including Dom. It was awesome. It was. It was fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, though, we Judgment Day ends up being champion after you know the outside help, of course, from everybody, and being in a street fight, it's legal. So it's not yeah, like so, they so they can't really whine and go. Oh, yeah. But but what was interesting? What happened on Monday Night Raw? If you haven't seen it. I have a sneaky suspicion because of how much he's been, quote-unquote, helping Judgment Day. J.D. McFinnigan, or McDonough, <laughs> brought Senior Money in the Bank, a new briefcase that's purple, where it says Senior Money in the Bank, claiming that it's now the new Money in the Bank. But I'm just wondering, since they gave J.D. McFinnigan, or whatever the hell his name is, McDonough, 
the old one, did he just pull a switcheroo on Damien Priest? He might have, dude. Because, I mean, they were all talking like, should we let him in? Should we let him in? What do you think, Dom? Mm -hmm. It was kind of like, I don't know, dude. Did he just pull a switcheroo on saying your did, money in dude. the bank? He did. Just saying, it looks suspicious. It very much does, dude. I'm just putting that out there. We'll see what's going on after this after this week and stuff, but it kind of feels like someone yeah, just pulled Davey a switcheroo. Yeah, McDonough is, uh, he's kind of, I don't even know what this angle is here, but he's supposed to be Finn's buddy from back in the day, but. Whatever. I don't know. He sure seems like a sure seems kind of like a weird um, Mickey James Trish status kind of feel. Yeah, bro. Shut up over there. Well, I'm just saying the weird like fan kind of like you know protege thing. That I'm not going where they went with that. that was, <laughs> I mean, great. Hey, I enjoyed what they did with that. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying it, it, that's what it kind of feels like it's going with is the kind of Fan protege feel thing going. Yeah, I mean, I know JD McDonough's actually had, you know, he's been what NXT. I believe he's been in NXT for a while. Yeah. Um. So it's not like he's. It's not like he's green or group super green, and you know they're actually playing a oh a fan helped out band's angle. But I'm just saying, it's just the younger guy with a you know a very seasoned and talented person in Finn Balor helping him out. Anyways. Let's move on to the next thing, which we had was the Grayson Waller effect. Cooper's favorite segment of all time. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, God, dude. I hate this guy. But he had Cody Rhodes because Cody Rhodes had a special announcement to make on the Grayson Waller effect. And that was, would you like to do the honors? Jay Uso is moving to Raw. That's right. It was announced by Cody Rhodes. And wondering if anybody was making a smart decision in doing so was having um, main event Jay Uso moving from SmackDown to Monday Night Raw. But the only thing about this is now SmackDown wants to do a trade. Well, they're going to have to because they're playing it so, as they're separated. So, yeah. So, who are they going to take? I, I think they're going to take Cody and move him over. It would make sense, actually, to yeah. because you're trying to make him be the guy. and Well, to defeat the guy, you kind of need him to be the guy. So. You need him to be on the show where the guy is. Yeah. yeah. The only other option I could see at this point, because you could still keep Rhodes on Raw through, um, what you call it? The Rumble, but you would have to have Rhodes win the Rumble again to challenge yeah. Rhodes. Or I could see maybe taking Drew McIntyre and having that rivalry start off again with Roman and Drew McIntyre because I think that needs a little bit more work. Yeah, that would be fun. I would really enjoy that one. I'm just saying. But you're probably right. It's more likely going to be Cody Rhodes because it makes sense because he announced Jey Uso going to Raw. It makes sense that Cody Rhodes would then be the one to go to SmackDown. Just saying. But, of course, if you didn't see it, please go check it out because we all got to see what we all knew was coming. Grayson Waller got a sweet chin music, baby. Or, or super, super kick, kick to the whatever. face. Whatever you want to do. I loved it, though. 
Yeah. I'm like, I, I kept looking at Jim like, he's going to super kick him. He's going to do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. And then, bam. I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> I think everybody was just like, ah, oh, thank you. <laughs> right. All right. Next match we had, though, was WWE Women's World Champion Rhea Ripley taking on her former friend Raquel Rodriguez Broski. What you think of this dude, match? This match was crazy. Uh, Raquel took her to the limit, dude. Mm-hmm. I must say that. So. We really almost were real close to possibly seeing a championship switch. Of course, guess who dirtied up the match? Dirty Dom Dom. Uh, yep, dirty old Dom Dom had to get in the way of Raquel Rodriguez possibly picking up a title. Victory, but it's all right. A lot of people I know are still happy that Rhea is still champion. I'm okay with it. This guy, I'm okay with it too. I mean, it's not nothing against Raquel. Um, I no, think she I needs. Like Raquel, I think she still needs a little more time. Yeah, but to get the opportunity now was good for her. Well, she's got another opportunity next week. Well, yeah, but I'm just saying this opportunity at this point in time oh, we're yeah. talking was good for her to get the experience. Now, hopefully, I don't see it. I still don't see her becoming champion because Judgment Day seems to be ruling all titles now, um, basically. I'm just a matter of time before they have Damien or Dan or Dom just take the Intercontinental title off of Gunther because Gunther, this Friday, will officially be the longest reigning IC title holder. If you didn't already watch Raw, sorry for the spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> Not one. So that's my bad if you haven't. Um, but yeah. but yeah, it was, was still a good match too. I watched that one. Yeah, but this was a good match. Um, I really get, I really like what Raquel did. Um, better luck to her next time. I don't think she's still not going to take the title. Um, but I'm looking forward to seeing how she, her career continues to grow, and maybe she can get to the point where they could put a title on her at some point down the line. Definitely, man, because she is quite the talent. Yes, sir. All right, so now we've come to the main event. WWE World Heavyweight Championship match featuring Seth frickin' Rollins versus the King of Strong Style, Shinsuke Nakamura. Yeah, what were your thoughts? Man, bro, this match was entertaining. I'll give it that. Little weird spots. I don't know. Shinsuke's always kind of just been a weird character to me. I don't know if that's him in real life or not, but it's just the way he's. The way he moves in the ring. He moves. He's, but he, but I'll give him this. He's deliberate in everything he does. Yeah. Everything he does has a point and a purpose. So I get it. Yeah. It's just weird to me. It's just like, because you, it's, I guess it's just because it's so different than almost anything else you see. You got the guys who are strong and fast and, or, you know, strong will just kind of wear you down because of their power. You got the guys who got who just want to try to out endurance you. And then there's Shinsuke, who seems to just do it all. Do it all. Yeah. I, I for like one it, match. And what I like about it, too, is I noticed Triple H is bringing back guys that did really well in NXT. Mm-hmm. And he's giving them more of a push. And Shinsuke was one of them guys. And if you watch Shinsuke all the way back from when he was in New Japan Wrestling, mm-hmm. it's finally good to see Shinsuke being Shinsuke again. Right. So it was a really good match. Uh, I, I 
I thought there was a lot of moments in it that was was pretty cool. Um, especially when when uh, Seth Rollins was diving out the ropes like several times at him and, and actually got him every time. I was like, what? Yeah. So I mean, especially with that, he sold that back injury pretty good. So I'm not quite sure if it's a full on a thing, but you know, you never know. All right. Uh, and uh, Rollins, you know. Took took his lumps. Um, he did. He, uh, he but he survived. He got the championship retained. Um, it was a little weird because it seemed like if this back injury was as legitimate as they're trying to make it out to be, why didn't anything happen until way after the cameras stopped rolling? Because mm-hmm. if you went went on later and saw social media later on that night or early. Sunday morning, you found out that Shinsuke does attack Rollins. Yeah, after, after the, the camera goes off. After the cameras go off, so it just seemed odd. And it seemed odd too <clears throat> that the next that night or the next night on Monday, um, Seth Rollins came out and actually tried to uh, provoke Shinsuke again. Yeah. So and. It's like, how bad is your back, dude? It can't be that bad if you're still ready to go. Right. So it's like, you're not doing a very good job selling this back injury that he supposedly has. Because, one, we understood that we we pretty much thought he was going to retain. And we thought both actually in the thinking that it was going to be a retain drop to Damian Priest getting cashed in exactly. especially when we saw judgment day win the titles earlier and then Rhea retained her title yeah and, and they're calling that out and saying we own all the gold and then at the end of the match dude you know seth was pretty much spent dude yeah that would have been the perfect time to go after him yeah and you and i were both calling for it and we're like wait a minute it's going off air yeah and it just went right off air and we had nothing and then of course like we said Shinsuke does the attack off camera. And it's like, that doesn't make any sense. I mean, I guess it made sense in the fact that you didn't want to see him attack and then leave him attacked what on irritates camera me about, and not have the uh, cash in. What irritates me about the money in the bank mm-hmm. is they play it like it's just, just your every other day thing now. Yeah. When back in the day, you know, if you had that money in the bank, you pretty much had a guaranteed spot. Yeah. For a main event. Well, they did do it for a while with Austin Theory where he kept attempting, quote unquote. That was so dumb. Yeah, man. but I mean, they, at least they, he was trying to cash in. Yeah. But kept getting thwarted in his yeah. attempts. So it's just weird that, you know, Damien hasn't even attempted. The most they've done with the storyline of the briefcase is how it's been almost a curse for him to be. Money, Mr. Money in the Bank, or Senor Money in the Bank, as he's now being called, because uh, they tried to use the briefcase to do attacks on roads and other matches, and it's cost Balor matches. Yeah. I mean, and really, I don't care what anybody says, that almost looked deliberate that one Monday night where he threw the briefcase in the ring, Finn, and then Finn got curb stomped. Wasn't that on, at the pay-per-view, though? Was that the pay-per-view? Yeah, I think it was. I thought it was on Monday Night Raw, the mm-hmm. next night. I thought when they had it, I don't know. It was mm-hmm. probably right. It was probably that. I'm just saying, though, when he throws it in there and he just 
And he's just looking at Finn like, yeah, you dumbass. I kind of did that, and I kind of knew it was going to happen. <laughs> yeah, man, it's it's crazy, and I just I don't get it no more. It's like, figure out what you're going to do with this. Are you gonna Are you gonna put it on somebody and let them cash in and actually become a champion, or are you right. just, is it just a game to you anymore? Because I don't take it seriously. Right, and the, for me too, the reason why it feels weird too. It's because the longer I feel like someone's holding it, the more they really didn't want that person to be money in the bank. Right. We Because this all started for me where it feels like it was not meant to be this way with Otis. Oh, Remember yeah. how long he held that thing? Yep. Before they ha- eventually made him drop it to Miz? Yeah. Which was stupid. And then the Miz... Didn't the Miz cash in on the Intercontinental title match against freaking Seth Rollins? Or, yeah, something like that, yeah. And then that was weird. But then, like, you know, and then, because look at Theory. Even though, yes, Theory kept trying, and we didn't, we know we, yeah. we know we didn't want him to be title champion. But at least he was trying. He was but he was trying. But Trying it's, to make it look legit. But look, but look how long it took. And then he finally ended up cashing it in on another mid-card title. Yeah. Instead of actually having it be for a main title. Of course, it didn't help that Roman had all of its idols. <laughs> It was only that's, both that's titles very true, like, at the time, but I was just saying prior to that though, it just, it just seems like the longer you go, instead of being like the same night you got it, you're cashing it in that night. I mean, it's hard to do it because they do it on a pay per view now. It's not like WrestleMania back at WrestleMania where you want it early in WrestleMania and then you can cash it in later on that night after the main event because. You know, they basically killed each other. <laughs> what sucks about it so much now is they just they keep titles on people for so long. Yeah. That there's no there's no change in storyline or change in momentum or mm-hmm. you know, like you said, now they're taking the the money in the bank and putting it on on mid card championships. Yeah, having it's it like being... that's not what it was meant for. No, it was meant for the person that you thought. Deserved a title shot, but weren't ready to put him in a storyline with the champion, and you you knew you were ending a championship storyline, and so you were like, okay, well we're going to do it this way, where we can have the champion now be the former champion who's now going to have to chase the challenge, the new champion who just cashed in on him. It's it's, it's it pretty much mind boggling. It was pretty much a guaranteed win. Almost, yeah. I mean, there's a few times, and you'll, of course, like, Cena screwed over Corbin, yeah, which was funny. Um, Cena didn't do a sneak attack. He did a straight-up face, face-to-face challenge yep. instead of um, a sneak attack, which yeah. kept him babyface. I, that was a great opportunity. If you ever wanted Cena to go heel, yeah, it would have been, been that opportunity, but they dropped the ball on that and didn't want to make him. I mean, I got, I understood why they never really wanted him to be a heel, uh, obviously, because he was so good with kids and all the Make-A-Wish stuff. They kind of didn't want to have bad vibes or bad juju with that. What drives me crazy about it is Roman could have totally took that and ran with it because of everything he's gone through. Yeah. He can totally relate to them kids. Yeah. So it just it drives me crazy that... They want to make him be the bad guy. It's like, dude, he's like the ultimate good guy. Right. He would be a great good guy yeah. instead. But hey, it is what it is with that, unfortunately. Um, but he's doing pretty good as a bad guy. So it he works. is. 
Yeah, and, and, and I mean, and technically, I'm complaining. I mean, I I still follow him. I still, you know, I when we went to SummerSlam, I wore the shirt. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, it is what it is. And so. technically, we technically started on the main roster as a bad guy because the Shield was technically they called themselves the Hounds of Justice, but were just basically attacking anybody and everybody. Yep. Though sometimes they attacked people you wanted them to attack. <laughs> well, give them credit for that. They, they attacked everybody. No one was exempt. So there you go. Which made it nice. Well, at first they were attacking almost every baby face they came across. Yeah. But then they started attacking some heels, and you're like, okay, we're okay now. <laughs> That's what made it eventually like, okay, we're good with the shield. That's what made the shield even more popular because it just seemed like they were just attacking all baby faces. And you're just kind of like, brah. Come on, do something else. And then they started going after, um, you know, authority figures, heels and stuff. And you're like, okay, now you can kind of be like, I think that took the shield to another level. That, took, yeah, which unfortunately cut way too short because of the authority. Them versus the authority thing was just. Yeah, sucked long. Thank you for ruining such a good thing. Uh, that would probably still have been Vince and Triple H's idea, sir. Not just. So. Well, you know what I mean. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like that storyline could have been a lot longer and a lot better. You mean like they did with Bloodline? Yeah. So there you go. Anyways. They, that's... they ran the storyline in the dirt pretty much. <laughs> yeah. That, it's just going to keep going. Anyways. <laughs> um, Unfortunately, yeah. We'll just skip past that because that's, that's another 30 minutes of soapbox that we just don't want to be a part of. Yeah. We've already gone over but 35 this, minutes for this. This is fun, dude. I'm glad that, you know, we're doing this, and you can hear us better. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's nice. Man. It is. It's a little weird to have a microphone attached to you, um, because, one, we are not news anchors. Bro. So this is a little you weird. You don't have to put your face down in it. Well, yeah. I'm just like, it's, it's weird because it's right there. Yeah. That's what's weird about it. It's right there. You, you don't even feel it, though. It's I like know. You don't feel it, but it's just weird that it's knowing it's right there. <laughs> and I just hit my over against the filing cabinet. Nice. Funny bone. Woo. That was fun. Anyways. But anyways, guys, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, we love all of you. And uh, guess what? We will be back tomorrow because, baby, we got some football to football talk about. Talk. What's up, baby? Oh, my God. What a great weekend of college football. Oh, boy. And Coach Prime Time, baby. We got to talk about them Buffaloes. Yes, sir. That was a crazy game. And we got to talk about. Possibly the official end of the Clemson dynasty. Oof. Uh, you law, you, Trevor Lawrence graduates, bro, and all of a sudden, it's a slippery slope, and it looking like, yeah, boy, not looking pretty so far for Clemson. Not good, man, not good. So that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk, though. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports. Hey, everyone, this is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram, also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at Sports Talk dot Cooper dot Big Man. Or you can email us at Sports Talk with Cooper in Big Man. That's Sports Talk. W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, big man, 
and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode.